0: Hello, friends. We are back for another episode. Today, I have um, I oh, I can't say special guest again. I actually feel like I say that every time, but uh, my next guest today is my very, very good friend, um, Caleb Saavedra. How are you, mate?
1: What's good? <laughs> What's what is good? happening?
0: How are you today? I'm pretty good. That's good. Thanks for coming on, bro. I Thank you. Thank really you for having it. me. No, no, man. I, I've been I, looking
1: forward to this all week. Oh, you have, actually? Yep. Yep. And That's... I'll... Make sure to turn off the <laughs> mobile phone
0: on that note. That's okay. Yep. Cool, cool. Um, so let's just get straight into it. How did we meet, Caleb? Ooh, how did we meet? Okay. Let's see if you remember Do you want this. the long or the short? Uh, the um, short. The short. And we
1: could expand okay. if we needed. The short would be, we met at camp 2015, Impact. Nice. That's you right. Remembered. Of course. Yeah. And... Yeah, I was introduced to you, and everyone was saying we were so alike, but... Really? Yeah. All of youth were saying that, wow, you're just like Phil. No way. Like, a filler version. That's... But, f- wow. you know, four years later, four or five years later, we're nothing alike. Exactly, man. We're so different. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, and I remember at Impact, like, the second night, we had a DNM already. Yep. Like, me and you and the other guys. Straight into it.
0: Yeah. All the deep stuff. It's pretty good yeah um yeah. so when you say impact just for all those guys out there that what is the impact <laughs> have no yeah no context <laughs> of what it is you expand yeah
1: impact is a camp that uh, we are part of a church uh Christian missionary alliance, and yeah we just had a camp annual camp for the youth and yeah mm. yeah so yeah
0: that was that's great. pretty much it it was mm. called impact yeah. um cool yeah, and then yeah I said before we just kind of became friends after that um
1: yeah mm-hmm. so he, here we are and we'll, here we are five years later five years later mate still kicking that's it yeah no worries um
0: cool so let's just uh talk a bit about you so you're very um musically
1: talented um Ooh, am i how okay. many instruments do you play how many instruments do i play i play one instrument yeah guitar yep yep no, you don't. What do you mean? You play uh,
0: the bass. A little bit. You, you can play the keys a bit. A little bit. And you can sing. A little so, bit. So, yeah, mate, that's four instruments right there. Yeah. Mate, just, can you just stop lowering yourself, man? And just, yeah. What? No. You can play four, four instruments. You know what it is? It's just, I'm really bad at being humble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, okay, well... T- I give you all the permission to be <laughs> as um, as much of a vlog as possible, so okay. it's completely fine. Right. So, yep as I mentioned as I mentioned before, so you're you 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 play quite a few instruments. You play mm-hmm. the guitar, yeah, the bass, uh, the electric guitar. I'd count as well. <laughs> um, the keys is that it. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. not bad. Um, and also, your siblings are very talented as well. You have. Younger sister as well Ooh. Kay she, She's very good at singing
1: as well Yeah she's um definitely got the voice yep. Of an angel Yeah my family is very musical It all started with Granddad, Lola Is what we call him um, I'm Philo by the way um, And yeah He started it off uh, He had the musical genes He Plays guitar Like he played guitar for a, li- a living yep. And then dad Also has an amazing voice mm-hmm. And then yeah We all kind of just was always singing around the house. Yeah. Yeah. And we had one of our cousins living with us at one point. And yeah, she just loved how all of us would just sing mm. randomly, anytime, anywhere. So it was like a concert for her every day, yeah. apparently. I don't know. We're just kind of used to it, I guess.
0: Dang. Yeah. That's quite different to my culture. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't really hear us singing apart from the times where what, my auntie's come over. And it's karaoke. Yeah. It's full blasting. But at least you guys sound good somewhat um, <laughs> not um, even yeah cool um so yeah, you said before you're filipino mm-hmm. you, you're musically talented i doubt you're a nurse yeah. no way like you, you can't be a
1: nurse here we go i'm not i am <laughs> wow well, you're, 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 you're a nurse. you're a dog you're such a dog <laughs> <laughs> you're, <racist>. you're like
0: <laughs> like i'll uh, Here's people say they're like you know. Um, what are the what
1: are the stereotypes for fillers? It's it's, it's name you. Them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually, actually me. You. Yeah, it's actually um, All right, name them.
0: They can sing. Check. They, can Check. they can play a lot of instruments. Check. They can dance, which I Nah, don't think I can't. You can. That's the only thing
1: um, I can't do. That's the only thing I can do. Yeah. Um, and I'm a, nurse. a nurse. If they're, I know. That's yeah, shocking.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean that's you do you mate mm. that's good yeah. yeah it's just something i found very interesting mm. um yeah i mean we'll, we'll talk about that a, a bit later mm-hmm. um your career but um yeah oh ah, cool yeah interesting um also as well so you said for your filipino um so you were born there
1: yes i was yep. yeah so i was born in philippines in the city of manila and yeah this is where it kind of gets interesting my life gets a bit interesting anyway um yeah, I moved to the UK when I was six, five or six. Yep. And lived in London for about a good almost ten years, yep. nine years. And then after that, I moved here to Australia, Melbourne. Yeah. Australia. Yeah, Australia, mate. Nice. Um, I don't think I've asked you this personally,
0: but um, yeah, I mean, if you could expand on it. So, why did your parents initially choose to move to London?
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah, dad's always wanted to move here to Australia. It was actually his first option. Yeah. But um, the agency that he applied for had shut down when we were still in Philippines and there was still an avenue to the UK. Yeah. And so he took it. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to get out of the country. Yeah. And yeah, so he did that. And yeah, and then 10 years later, he decided he wanted to go back to and do his first, you know, dream to yeah. come to Australia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so backstory to that is he's got mentors that live here. Yep. Yeah, so missionaries that came to the Philippines and mm-hmm. like mentored him. Oh, wow. And that's the reason why I wanted to go to Australia. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's,
0: that's really cool. Um, So, also, oh, I guess London was just like a pit stop. sort yeah. kind of. Yeah. I feel
1: like even Melbourne's just a pit stop for me. What do you mean? I know. Where else would you I go? I don't know. Wherever God will take me.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah. Mm. That is true. You say it like that. Okay, cool. And then obviously, yeah. So obviously, you moved to Australia, and
1: you've been here for
0: ten years.
1: Ten years, going into eleven this May. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. It's wow. It's been quick. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Cool. Um. Yeah. And like as as we mentioned before, so uh, me and Caleb, we go to this. Oh, well, we don't attend the same church, but we're we're. We're like un- sibling church, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's on the west side, so he's mm-hmm. from Caroline best Springs.
1: Side. Just want nah, to not make sure everyone knows west best, west is not
0: best. Um, yeah, so um, even though we're quite far apart, we do try and catch up every once in a while mm. just to give each other the lowdown update on our life and everything like that. So, no, nah, very good.
1: Yeah, I reckon like once a month, like we have. Catch ups. yeah good
0: catch-ups no, really yeah good. cool cool just a bit more on your london life compared to the one in melbourne so mm-hmm. i guess because it was like 11 years ago you might still remember some differences i guess yeah like the first question i'd have is what do you notice is a big difference it's between- massive
1: difference well first off you've got to you've got to talk about the weather in london or over here yeah oh like the difference yeah, there's a massive difference. So,
0: ah, oh, as in like with the weather, with the weather. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, thought yeah. you meant like how they talk about the weather. <laughs> oh, okay, no, because <laughs> no, that's something that that they do here. But yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So weather. Yes. Um, it's always raining. Very gloomy. Yeah. It's like what, three hundred days in the year, and it's just always raining. I feel like I've heard of that yeah. phrase
0: before. Like that's what yeah. people say here. Yeah?
1: Um, and yeah, Australia is like the complete opposite. Mm. We have like good summers, good quality ones here, yeah forty degree weathers, bushfires cool. what else um people I was quite young, so but I heard a lot of people that have said that it's more fast paced there 100%. that when they when they come here, they realise how chill Australia is, mm. and I guess that's pretty true to. Our atmos like our atmosphere here. I do get like a more chill vibe. I guess like growing up here, most of my teenage life, I was never like like urged to do. I don't know where I'm going with this, but like yeah, it's just more chill. Yeah, like people, you know, just do their work Monday to Friday, and mm. then they chill out on the weekends.
0: Yeah, because I went to London for the first time in 2016, um, and yeah, for me, like I, I that's one thing that I noticed, and I didn't really like it. Um, so when I went to London, like I remember walking on the streets and just everyone was just kind of doing their own thing. Everyone's like too busy. Yeah. yeah too busy. Yeah. Like, even when I went to the stores, like over here, I reckon sometimes I'd get quite annoyed when people were well, not annoyed, but then like, you know, how, every time you go to a store, they're like, how are you going? How can I help you? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. What are you trying yeah. to look for? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Was over there, like they legit, they didn't do anything. They just stand mm. there. Um, yeah. Here
1: they annoy you yeah to yeah to the point where like you don't want to walk in
0: exactly <laughs> yeah. but like i realized that when i was there so I, like i kind of missed it yes yeah, so i i noticed yeah like i think over there it's like everyone's kind of for
1: themselves like they they all have their own things hmm. well funny you say say that because um i was just at sydney three weeks ago uh-huh. and i noticed yeah the people there are like a lot more rude and like, I feel like, cause it's more busier there mm. in Sydney, they don't have like patience right. and time yeah. for people. That's it. And that's why I guess Melbourne's a little bit, a lot better in that more sense. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, now you're, well, I guess you haven't lived in Australia for your whole life yet. I mean, I didn't like more than half your life yet, mm. but I guess you are slowly trying to get used to it. So it's Yeah. I love it. I consider yeah.
1: this home for sure.
0: It's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Moving on to your nursing career Mm. (laughs) that we mentioned before. Mm. So when did you actually choose to become a nurse? Like, was that something that you knew that you were going to do once you finished year 12?
1: No, definitely not. Um, I definitely did not want to be a nurse because of the whole, you know, stereotype. But for some reason, I was just, again, led to becoming a nurse. Uh Um, Yeah, I was doing health science and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do straight after uni. So first year uni, I did. Health science and then, yeah, there was an elective for nursing yep. and I decided to pick it up and I was able to actually do placement for that elective, which is pretty rare because mm-hmm. um, it was just, yeah, a subject. Um, but yeah, I had an uh, opportunity to do that and I actually fell in love with it. Um, yeah, usually during placements is where you realize when whether you can do nursing or not. Oh. And yeah. So, I guess that's when I realized I can actually do nursing. Yep. Um, And then nursing now to me is different to what it was back then, for sure. Um, It's a lot more intense and really, really rough and hard, um, especially now working at aged care. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you deal with a lot uh, of stress, um, anxiety, um, you know, working with people and making sure that they're all right. And then... You know, people who are sick and people who are dying, you deal with deaths, you deal with families. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely, I wouldn't call it, for me, it's not a career. I see it more as a calling. And yeah, I feel that I was definitely called to do nursing. Yep. Um, my character, for sure, definitely reflects the job description for a nurse, Um you definitely need a lot of empathy, mm. passion, and patience yeah. yeah, for nursing, yeah.
0: Especially in aged
1: care. Oh, yeah. Especially in aged care. Oh, in nursing in general, yeah. Even in hospitals. Yep. Yeah. And dealing with families is just a whole other story mm-hmm. to that, yeah. Demanding families, which you never blame because, you know, you we'll be in their shoes one day, like hopefully, you know, not too soon. But yeah, I mean, if we had a family member who was sick or in aged care, um, then you'd want them to be looked after mm-hmm. like the right way. You know? yeah. And sometimes that, you know, we can't as a, uh, in our facility, we may not be able to cater for their, all their needs. Mm-hmm. And which is just, you know, normal. Like we can't really do everything for them, but um, they expect a lot more which, yeah, you just have to work around. Yeah. Wow. Mm.
0: In terms of nursing, so just a bit more on that. So when you say that you feel like it's a calling, so do you feel like that's something that you can still see yourself doing in the next 20 years or just for this
1: season in your life sort of thing? Mm. Um, That's a good question. Um, I feel the thing is, the awesome thing about nursing is there's so many different avenues you can take. Um, It's not just the nursing that everyone sees in tv shows where you know you work at a a ward and you have to clean poo and all that kind of stuff Mm. which you do which you know i'm not going to take anything away from that but you still do that the dirty stuff um but yeah i definitely see myself being a nurse but not that stereotypical nurse that everybody thinks or what people perceive a nurse is. So, yeah, there's different avenues. I want to get into theatre nursing, which is um, uh, like a scrub nurse. So, like uh, someone who suits up and helps with surgery. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, I actually had uh, an opportunity at placement also to do that and I I loved it. Okay. Um, I thought I'd be grossed out, um, but no, I actually was able to be all right with it, you know. And um, it was so fun being in that environment, so... I think that's where I'd I'd want to be long term as a nurse. Okay. Yeah, in theatre. Yeah. So
0: when you say in theatre, so what would your so what would you do? Like, would you just assist the
1: surgeon or? Yeah. Ah, um, uh, there's different types. So there's there's usually around three nurses. Yeah. Um, in the surgery room, there's the anaesthetic nurse who is an assistant to the anaesthetist. I can't say that word. And then there's a scrub. Um Scout, and then there's I've forgot the other one, but the runner, and basically the um yeah, the the one who's with the surgeon kind of hands the tools mm-hmm. but also gets in there and yep. helps the surgeon out, so that's oh, kind of yeah. fun, um and then the runner is sort of the one who's just kind of like a spare, yeah, who is still important because like if you know there's an emergency or whatever, yeah they have to you know make sure that there's someone there who can kind of like get in and help out or like call out for help or like if there's a missing instrument that's you know, needed then yeah. they can kind of get it oh, yeah wow. yeah and um yeah so either one of those like i'd be happy to do oh cool um yeah but i just like that team kind of atmosphere mm-hmm. in that in that place yeah it's nothing like the movies um it's not as intense as it's always depicted to be but it's pretty chill it's like yeah, it's it's fun to be around because it's like, well, when I was a student, you know, you'd expect it to be really like a serious, serious place mm-hmm. and like where no one can just like have a chat. But the surgeons there were just talking about their holidays while, you know, digging deep into someone's guts, pulling their guts out and then Did talking you? about their trip to the Bahamas or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, is this real? Is yeah. This happening? And then there's blood squirting out and they're just like <laughs> not even panicking. Yeah. And then you see in the monitor the heart rate going way down below 40 and then the anesthetist is just like, chill, okay, I'll just inject this, you'll be fine. <laughs> it's pretty cool, it's so cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Is this like clockwork for them? Yeah, actually <laughs> it
1: is, yeah. One time, um, one of the doctors, the, doctor, the neothe- uh, anesthetist, I uh, cannot say that, Um, yeah. uh, he was on his phone, <laughs> he wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> Um, but I think he was probably researching something or whatever. But um, he was on his phone, and he didn't realize there was a line, like a IV line, and he walked right past it and pulled it out of the the resident. And then all these alarms started going off, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this this lady could die!" Like the yeah. lady on the um on the be- on the, the bed could die, not the bed, but on the on the table could die. Yeah. Um. But no, he he didn't panic at all. He was like, "Oh, sorry about that." Just quickly pulled out another IV line. Yeah. Put it back in the the vein. And then, yeah. Just back to normal. Just back to normal again. And then, yeah. It's crazy. Dang. Yeah. It gets intense.
0: (laughs) That's, that's, wow. I Mm. did not expect that. Mm. Cool. I mean, yeah, so I guess that's one part of it that you kind of shared. Like, that's one interesting part of the job that you experience. Were there any more That you've experienced In the past Like I guess Through Aged care um, or, or the other Placements you've done Whenever we've caught up I feel like You've told me Sometimes where You're just able to have Really good Conversations With mm. the people from the Aged care And so like For you Like every day like It almost Doesn't seem like a job It's just like
1: mm. Hey Yeah How are you going Yeah How I are think- you going
0: Margaret Like <laughs> You know what I mean Like
1: Dude there's so many Margaret. Um true <laughs> Yeah Shout out to Margaret. Um, Which one? <laughs> <laughs> I can't really say. Yeah. Got to okay. keep it, you know, confidential. Yeah, um. Please. Okay. Here we go. So, um, yeah. The one of the reasons why I actually love HK at the moment is because of that exact reason you said. Um, with aged care, they don't really go anywhere, whereas hospitals, you know, they get admitted. Once they're fine, you know, they get sent off back to the mm. real world. Whereas with aged care, they live there, and so your job is, yeah, to basically make sure they get all their meds. Yeah. Um, a lot of them have wounds, so you take care of that. And a lot of them do get dementia and, and all the the other classifications of dementia, Parkinson's and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of them do fall. And so that's mainly what we have to kind of do is like just to help them out. Um, yeah. Make sure they get the meds, make sure they don't fall make sure you treat their wounds and yeah, make sure they have a healthy life like at the end, like at that last stage, um, which is a real privilege for me. I I find it like a real privilege to be able to look after, you know, a man or a woman who is in their the latter half or the latter stage of their life. Um, and the thing that I like about it is that, yeah, because, because they are there, you build relationships. Um, And some of them you do get attached to. And some of them you do tend to, yeah, like, have banter with. Mm. Um, So it's really good. Uh, I enjoy that definitely the most. And, yeah, once you have their trust, um, the rapport, the relationship, um, professional relationship, um, yeah, it's just so much easier and it makes it, like, more, like, fulfilling to come to work. And it doesn't seem like work because... You're looking after someone that you actually like and care about. Mm. Um, but it's not always like that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But um there are some of my favourites anyway. That, that's good. Yeah. I definitely spend a lot more time with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Given that extra five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's good. Yeah. So yeah, with that's I think the main advantages of aged care. And I guess advantage for me because I, I like that part mm. of nursing, like the yeah. Talking and just getting to the bottom of things Because a lot of them experience anxiety um, Because all all of them are scared The only thing they're thinking about now is What's going to happen I might die soon Yeah When when am I going to die? That's everyone's question And some of them want to die And then how do you deal with that? Mm -hmm. When someone tells you Just kill me already Don't give me my medications I just want to die Yeah so, um, yeah, it's, it's tough in those kind of situations. But, yeah, you learn to deal with it. Um, and you learn to kind of redirect them. Yeah. Um, and it's tough when, you know, families start, like, they stop visiting mm. and they don't have anyone. And then it's tough when you see them decline. Um, but, yeah, in the end, yeah, you know, you at the end of the day, after a shift, you know you've done your best. You you know you've looked after them yeah. to your best of the the best of your ability, yeah. and you can walk away knowing that you've done that. So mm. yeah, that's cool. Mm. Yeah,
0: because that's what I was going to ask you as well. Because like obviously you said before, like you have those really awesome times and Then obviously with aged care comes those other moments where it's not so happy. Um, so obviously after a tough day, when you head back home. There may be some times where you just feel mentally like, mm. empty, like yeah. you just have nothing else yeah. in your in your tank. So, but I feel like just from listening to you and what you you've just said before, like I feel like you you kind of n- know how to control that part mm. where you you don't really think, oh, like you don't really overthink about you know, oh, could I have done this better, you know. I guess for you, at the at the end of the day, you cared for them to the best of your ability. Um, is that where your
1: headspace is now? Um, definitely now, but at the start, yeah. Um, no, not quite. I was getting very anxious. Um, I would take my like work home with me. I guess. Um, just starting out, I, yeah, I didn't really know how to kind of release. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I would take home, like, I would take work home with me and like wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, like having a panic attack saying, thinking, oh, have I done this? Have I done that kind of thing? Like, did I forget to do this? Did I forget to do that? And there's just so much going on in my mind that, yeah, very stressful. But, um, yeah, you learn, um, to kind of have fun with it. Yep. Um, not to say that, like, I don't care now about those things, like, but you need to, everyone in their health, indi- like business or industry needs to be, uh, learn how to kind of just chill out and have those kind of conversations with people that can understand yep. and kind of release and also just have fun with it. So, I have a good mate, Keanu. Shout out to Keanu. Um, I actually work with him, which is a plus. Mm. And yeah, usually... Nowadays, if any of us has a, a really rough shift, we just hit each other up saying, dude, this happened. And it's just like, just to be able to talk to someone about it yep. is like, you can get it off your chest, um, just having an ear. So that really helps. And then having a laugh about it as well. So, yeah, sometimes we do you know make fun of our job, which yep. is good because you need that. You need to have a laugh. And, um, yeah, it's important. So... I know a lot of um, paramedics do it, a lot of firefighters go through it, a lot of police officers yeah. go through it. Um, and so, yeah, it's just one of those things you kind of have to, yeah, definitely learn to like chill out and have fun with it. That's yeah. It. Wow. Mm.
0: Cool. Um, so right now, I guess you're not really working, like you're working casually or like part-time, right? So it's not like
1: you're working full-time as a nurse because you were also studying um so yeah nursing is good in that way that you can just like once you get a job you can kind of like it's not hard to find a job yeah. as a nurse for sure
0: yeah so what's the point like uh, sorry
1: what's the point as wow. in what's there the point, point
0: of um you completing a
1: degree
0: degree then because oh okay
1: so okay um yeah so i haven't finished my degree but i finished my diploma um, that was in 2018, and with with nursing, there's two different types of nurses. So there's a, there's an EN and an RN, enrolled nurse, which is someone who's completed a year and a half, so their diploma. And then there's an RN, which is a registered, registered nurse. nurse. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, yeah.
0: sorry, I just need to get in there. You jumped yeah. in there.
1: Yeah, but you got it right. Thanks. Man. And um, so that's someone who has completed their bachelor. Yep. Yeah. And so I am an EN nurse at the moment. Yep. And I will be I'm going back to my studies next year. So I'm taking a bit of a break at the moment. Cool. Um yeah, just to kind of work, get experience, mm. yeah, save up for
0: things. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, cuz that's the part where I wanted to touch on with you. So obviously cuz I remember when we caught up you, you told me that you took a break from your studies. Mm. Um I don't know why you're laughing, but um, <laughs>
1: no, nah, because I know what your I know what oh, really yeah, next okay. question is going to be.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I guess so. Like when we we're having the conversation, you told me that although you decided to defer your course, you found it quite tough to make that choice decision to mm, leave. For sure. um, yeah. Do you remember the reason why? Because I, I mean, I guess for you. Well, this might have been one of the reasons, but you were saying how it it was quite hard to pause because Mm. you felt like maybe like those around you or like your parents, they had an expectation that, you know, once you're in uni, you just keep along with that, like, you know you don't really pause Mm. um, because I guess maybe for parents, they might feel a bit concerned once you stop your course, maybe you might never come back sort of thing. Mm. Um, But for you, I remember you telling me, and I I remember it was actually really encouraging, but you you were saying how just that thought of choosing to do something for your own sake as opposed to kind of like doing something for others. Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, all of the above, really. Um, Yeah, so that was a tough choice for me to make um because it was definitely you know it's an unpopular choice to make especially someone who is of an asian background um and has Mm. a lot of pressure yeah you know from parents not just parents but you know aunties uncles Mm -hmm. everyone who you know is that's like the main question at this age oh what degree did you finish yeah and then after that when are you getting married that's like you know i guess the next step but um yeah, so it was a tough choice for me to make because it was a a thought that I'd want, been wanting to do, like, as soon as I finished my diploma, but I said, you know, I'll, I'll finish my degree because, like, I should and because my my parents want me to, um, but at the time I didn't really want to, but anyway, I jumped into it and, and then I was going through a lot of stuff, um, But the real reason why i like decided to stop was because i was just going through um i guess you can say a bit of anxiety and i guess i was suffering through anxiety and panic attacks during uni i don't know what triggered it i think it was a lot of things um like just a stressful time for me um working um and going to uni and also for some reason i had a really negative view of life like i just started getting scared of everything um and then in nursing like all the things you're learning about all these diseases viruses um that can kill you <laughs> like i started getting really scared about you know contracting them and or yeah. maybe i have them cancer like what's what's the deal with that like how do you cure that this and that and like Like, the more you know... Or, like, the little you know of something is dangerous. Because, yeah, that's why you shouldn't Dr. Google. Anybody who's listening, that's a terrible thing to do. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I guess because I didn't know everything. But I was being taught a lot of these things. that I I was absorbing a lot of um, information. And I wasn't learning how to process it um, in the right, healthy way. Um, And so, yeah, I was yeah really kind of depressed about it and so i thought oh maybe if i took a break um get my head right um work and see what it's like to actually work as a nurse and and then realizing how not bad it actually is in the real world then you know you can go back to your studies and finish that so yeah yeah so that's like the backstory of why that's the main reason of why i okay. i was yeah i took a break hmm cool
0: Thanks for opening yeah. up and being honest mm. about that. No worries. No, I really appreciate it, man. Yeah. That must have been hard, especially during that time. Mm. Um, yeah. Because no one wanted to go through mm. those thoughts and those mm. very negative thoughts. So Yeah. It's good that you chose to do something about it at that time. Mm. Um, I
1: think it was the right thing to do for me, um, just looking at my mental health. Um, yeah, because it was just not going the right way yeah. for me. I wasn't in the right headspace and like i said i was going through like some really like depressing times and i was like waking up in the middle of the night like having a bit of a panic attack or whatever and i just thought i was getting sick and but here i was shaking like having a panic attack and i'm like what's going on yeah. so yeah i was like you know I should chill out just take a break yeah so that's what i did
0: yeah it's really encouraging to hear because i guess as you said like once you go through those really hard times like it's just easy to just like just continue to go in like a spiral um because i guess once you're anxious already you're concerned about what others Mm. can think of you that's that's massive yeah yeah, um like and like i guess for you to defer your course like that would have made a lot of people question like Mm what's wrong with you or something like this that have all these questions
1: yeah and that made me anxious all the questions that i knew that was coming up yeah which is funny because i the whole reason why i wanted to stop was because i was anxious exactly and stopping made me even more anxious yeah (laughs) which is yeah
0: yeah wow yeah Yeah. because um yeah because that's the other point i really wanted to talk about as well because i feel like like obviously these days our generation we find it quite hard to um well like if for us we really like to focus on trying to please others like we always try to be liked by others Mm. like we need them to approve of what we're doing or approve of who we are but yeah like like for me so i heard this from uh steven furtick Mm. who's a pastor in america so um so i don't know if you've heard this but like he 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 talked about the idea of us having happiness and i guess for us as human beings one of the ways that we can achieve happiness we feel is by um being able to be approved by others Mm. um and for others to like us um so what we tend to do is like our happiness depends on other people. So for example, um like for me, that's something that I had to go through for a while. Um I remember when I went to uni, like, dude, like there were times where like I would choose not to take public transport because I i, I felt like the whole world was watching me. Like mm. especially when I was by myself. Like for some reason I get really paranoid, like mm. I get really nervous. Like for example like if I was to take a bus mm. I would hate that because then once you take the bus you have to h- hop on and i just feel like you know because you're at the very front of the bus so everyone's mm. looking down at you right yeah so i'm like is it in my hammer like, crap everyone's watching me blah, blah blah and it took me time to realize like you're a nobody so mm. like you know no one's gonna care about mm. you yeah and the other thing is like yeah like i think for me like it mm. just really controlled my life where i just i felt really uncomfortable like every time i was outside by myself Um, and then over time I've kind of learned like, you know, like to put my, um, my happiness in things that are more controllable. And yeah, I guess in the last year or so I've been able to understand more about myself and like who I am Mm. and who I'm called to be in a way. Mm. Um, so everything else that happens around me, I don't really care about. All like things that I can't control, I let that be Mm. and then just i i only care about what i can control um yeah and i guess i mean i'm ranting right now in a way but like nah, good. one example is like even this whole podcasting like even a year ago i would never have the idea of doing it because then in, in my head i would be like dude people would think like what the hell is wrong with this guy like mm. he doesn't even know what a podcast is like he can't <laughs> even like you know like yeah um to be honest with you like i had that thought for maybe a tiny bit maybe a week or so after I had the initial idea. But afterwards I'm like, dude, like who cares? Like in a way, like in a way it sounds kind of like blasé, but like legit, like I don't really care what people think anymore. It's mm. like you do you. And I think like, t- to be honest with you, like that whole time when you put your studies on pause, that kind of made me think as well. Cause then, you know, like you always have this fear of what people would think. Mm. But for me, like, I guess, with your experience and with others that I'm close to in my life. It kind of taught me, like, dude, like, you do your own thing. Everyone's on their own path. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I guess if I constantly live my life with the thought that, you know, I need to get approval from everyone, mm. then I'm never going to be yeah. happy. Yeah. I'll always keep chasing it. Mm. Um, yeah, so for me, that's such... That's one of the big... Learnings that I've had, um, mm. and I guess for you after you made that choice, you're you're also able to learn that, right? Mm,
1: definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. If we go back to like the whole anxiety thing, um, yeah, you had a really good, yeah good points on Stephen Furtick and all that. Um, for me, I think the biggest thing was being too yeah self conscious, and Trying to get everyone's approval, um, self pity is another one. Um, thinking you're not you're not good enough. Mm. Um, failure can hit you hard, and self pity. Um, but yeah, just switching your mindset to to out to outwardly focus is massive. Um, so anxiety is usually because you're too. I guess to be, kind of not sugarcoat it you're too self like self-centered and mm. you're just looking at yourself yeah um whereas if you change your mindset and you look outwardly it would change your yeah your focus on others and so that's really helped me and um like now as if i do get like the triggers if i if i realize um oh, i'm going to get anxious or you, you you kind of you feel like you will be you like you feel kind of anxious, you just go back to okay, what do you know now, okay, it's not just you anymore like you know think think outside, think eternal perspective rather than just like what's happening right now um and yeah when when you switch your focus to you know helping others instead of uh wow, you're gonna get this disease, you're gonna get that disease um you're you're going to help this person tomorrow, you're going to help this person tomorrow, you're going to make someone smile, you're going to, you know, help this lady, Um, then there's meaning to your life as well. Yep. Yeah, so, Mm. yeah, and then, obviously, the other thing that helped me was um, just praying and meditating. Um, So me being a Christian, my faith really helps me to channel that anxiety to God. Yep. Um, and so it's it's been such a blessing to kind of know that I have a creator who loves and cares for me And there's someone really out there who can actually understand my pain And yeah, I guess not to get too into it But um, there's a verse that I really, really, really love in Philippians um, And it talks about, um, do not worry about anything, instead pray about everything And also... Being thankful. Mm. So gratitude is another way to kind of tackle anxiety. Yeah, Being grateful for things that you have, like little things. And so, um, yeah, just writing at the end of the day, um, 10 things you're grateful about, that's massive. And not just saying it out loud, but actually writing it down is a big difference. Um, I actually um, started seeing a psychologist... Um, during like my really dark times and yeah, she really kind of helped me out um, and got me in the right track. Yep. And she, she got me to write stuff and I've never, I don't do journals. I don't do, you know, mood diaries or anything like that, but she got me to do all of that. And dude, it does wonders. And I know it's not like popular for uh, guys to do that, Mm. but I urge you, if you are suffering from anxiety and you're listening, then, Dude, write things down because it helps you kind of get it out. And also, um, when you see it out, like written out, it it helps you to kind of process it rather than just it being in your mind and stuck there and like, you don't know what to do with it. Um, so yeah. Wow. Hmm. Ooh.
0: Well, yeah. That's Mm. quite deep. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, man. Uh, All good, bro. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, awesome moving on to a bit of more of a lighter yeah topic oh okay um are what you ready you for
1: some giggles what do you got for me
0: oh mate i feel like if we were to do a podcast yeah like, there's no way we would go about it without talking about this topic
1: oh no now i'm scared mate come on what let's is get
0: it come some out let's get it kasamida Korean culture, man. Like that's 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 another. Well, not just Korean. Uh, we're not talking about Korean culture, Korean culture. but uh, what the heck? <laughs> like, if I was to make a topic out of it, um, no. Uh, what was I trying to say? So obviously, like, that's another big part of our friendship and yeah. why we're so close. Mm. Because Korea booths Yeah, we're actual legit career <laughs> Um uh, But yeah, yes. like we enjoy our Korean dramas. We enjoy um, our K-pop groups as well mm, um yeah so yeah I, I thought i'd touch on that <laughs> even before this podcast we were in my room before and we we're just talking about dramas um so it's yeah ethical. we spent a good half an
1: hour just <laughs> talking about it
0: um yeah so I, I guess just to start off um what are your top three
1: what K dramas? that is so at hard. least the top three yeah so the first one that comes to mind yeah descendants of the sun Yep. Yeah. something that's Always been up there. So that's a really good one. Um Agree. Ah, Pinocchio. Oh, I'll oh, have to put bro, up there. Yeah, yeah Pinocchio, man.
0: I'm the only one that appreciates it. I've really? Yeah,
1: there's, there's some other people out there. Yeah. Okay,
0: maybe I need more
1: friends, but yep. Um Pinocchio is definitely a good one. Um All right, I'm going to go with an old one because I really like it that much. Pal. Young oh, okay, yeah. That's yeah, that's the one I was talking about, about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get oh. on it, yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Those are your top three. Top three. Yeah. They're quite similar to mine. Okay. Uh, What's yours? Well, I guess no, only one similar, Pinocchio. <laughs> um, so, for me, it'd be uh, Pinocchio. Mm. Second one would be Healer. Healer. I haven't seen that one. Healer's a banger. That's That's another really good one. And the last one... Would be my most recent one, mm-hmm. uh, crash landing on you. Oh, um, I was, you've been raving about. Yeah, because yeah, um, I was just telling Caleb that special. Yep, yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, I feel like most of the people who are into Korean dramas, they would have already watched this, but it was one of those dramas where, like, I didn't want it to end. I was quite <sighs> sad that it ended. Um, mm. So it's like sixteen episodes, and each episode goes for about seventy minutes. Mm. Um, and I remember I started watching it on a Tuesday night. I was like, oh yeah, I can probably do one episode. Um, I was hooked and I finished it by Sunday. No, by Saturday. Was night. it a good ending? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. I was having a conversation with my friend, but. How so? Um, well, I don't want to expand on it cause I might spoil it. Oh ah, yeah, so, fair enough. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, but it was it was an amazing K-drama. It's, like, it's, I'm probably going to watch it when yeah, I get home tonight. It is mm. amazing. Um, I've never cried that much in a K-drama, mm. to be honest with you. Wow. Um, it just hits all the buttons, man. Really? Like, it just gets you. Um, and they're not necessarily like sad tears. Mm. It's kind of like happy, happy tears. tears in a way. Wow. Like, you know, that uplifting sort of vibe. Mm. Um, yeah, it really, yeah hit me bad so okay there you go anyways uh well i feel like i talked a lot about that um (laughs) yeah i I guess like on k dramas so i feel like all of us have things that we do when we Mm. watch k dramas yeah um so for me it'd be Sometimes I skip all the action scenes that get a bit too intense. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. I'm like, dude, dude, uh, Wait, I don't want why? him to get hurt. I don't oh, want the man to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I skip to the end. Okay. I know, I'm an okay. idiot because I just can't stand watching. Or maybe just the thought of them getting hurt. I don't know, dude. Dude, I'm... so how do you deal with the deaths, man? You don't. They don't die. Well, the main characters don't oh, die, Okay, the main a good characters, thing. Yeah, but like, yeah.
1: I get attached to... Their dads or their moms oh, are dying, true, you know what yeah. I mean? Like their sisters. There's always a death at the start. That is you know? true.
0: But I guess for me, I only get attached to the main characters. Mm. So thank goodness. Yeah. Because um, that would make me really sad. But uh, yeah, so I skipped, I skipped the action scenes. Yeah. Um, I also skipped the um, romantic kissing what, scenes. What, the slow motion ones? They're just too long. I can't yeah. deal with them. They're it. cringy just, And you know how Netflix, it's like every time you skip, it's like plus 10 or 15 seconds even if i do one skip that's not enough like you'd have to do two skips um as if you skip out. i skip a dude no, i don't. can't deal i actually, actually can't deal with it just Did the, you? the whole slow-mo effect is just, yeah it's nasty i just can't do it um <laughs> sure. yeah i'm just not into that stuff man i'm sorry fair caleb enough. no um, fair enough yeah but um how yeah. about yourself do you do anything that's
1: um not really i guess for me my <laughs> habits is uh I like to eat particularly Korean food when While I watch my dramas. It. Yeah. Yeah. I really get into it. Like I have like a whole meal prepared <laughs> like before watching a, like a drama. I don't yeah. know why I get really like, I just love their food. That's another thing I love about yeah. Korean culture. It's mm. like the food is probably the thing that got me into it. Yep. Um, so whether it's, um, you know, late night uh-huh. uh, that's probably my go-to. Or if there's like, you know, leftover meat. That I can just quickly grill. Yeah. Um, ramen, raw <laughs> ramen, ramen. Yeah, ramen. Uh, yeah, and soju. Yeah, and so. Yeah, You've- soju for yeah. sure. Yeah. Once in a while. Once yeah. in a while. <laughs> once
0: in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it'd be helpful if you had that per episode. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. I probably couldn't get through that. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's. More of an I think. Yeah. I like. I don't know. Especially once they start eating. <laughs> oh my gosh then I'm like oh okay I'm gonna eat that next time yeah <laughs> wow interesting dude have you ever tried to make um kimchi um I don't know if I've told you this but I do not
0: like kimchi I don't like the smell I don't uh, like the taste um
1: yeah as if really I
0: know right wait so it sucks I swear every time we eat Korean barbecue you have kimchi we don't as in no we don't I mean kimchi like, is not every time we have it, a Korean barbecue it's a, a side dish yeah i don't touch it you don't touch it no because you eat it all
1: dude what the heck actually
0: but yeah no like even at home like my parents eat it
1: bro i need to sit next to you there next time. To eat
0: yeah then you can get two portions yeah exactly yeah dude i just can't yeah but mm. then again i am a picky eater like i I don't eat, eat anything that's pickled okay all and right, i fair
1: guess enough.
0: that's yeah
1: yeah that's just you No, I love, I love kimchi. That's good. Yeah. So I I think the next thing I'm going to do is try to make my own. Because I tried someone's Um, homemade kimchi. Yeah. And it was way better than the kimchi you buy. Because it's the cabbage that you ferment is a lot softer. It's not, um, yeah, I guess some people do like the crunchiness of it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not Mm. as strong as well. But yeah, I want to, I want to make it. And so the guy gave me the recipe. So yeah probably do that this weekend
0: so there's like yeah. a whole process to
1: it yeah that's good yeah it's yeah. pretty easy yeah. yeah just chuck it in the fridge for three days and then it's ready to go yeah mm. cool
0: um moving on to k-pop oh right. okay this is where
1: oh, bro. we fall apart i'm really myself. excited um when did you get to K- k-pop oh uh, well look the thing is i'm not really into k-pop Okay. Like, I'm more into Korean music, but not the pop side, if you get what I mean. Yep. So, I like artists like Sam Kim, Dean. Yeah, yep. Um, Those guys Uh, are... I think the th- the only thing that actually did kind of get me into K-pop was when I started watching the variety shows.
0: Because
1: mm. then you get to kind of really see how they interact. And then you... When you watch them, then you' kind of like, "Okay, I kind of stand her or he you know okay, it's cool, because like you see how they react, see how funny they are. I'm more into that as opposed to the actual song itself, like the songs interesting. yeah, so I don't really, yeah, okay, like but... many k-pop songs, but I love i anything I really Okay. so yeah. It's you. yeah, it's just I really, but um, what else? you like pink, black, yeah. Okay. Everyone so. loves Pink bro. Um Yeah, because yeah. well, I thought you did, because we went to a
0: concert together. <laughs>
1: Here we go. Um, yeah, I went to a concert with you. Bro. That was only to bond with you, bro. Oh, dang, man. I feel like my whole life's a lie. Um, it's not. Dude, is it? Wow. I can't believe. Like, So, I was just getting into K-pop around that time. Wow. Yeah. And Blackpink were really popular. Yeah. And, and I liked two or three of their songs, maybe. Yeah. Wow. And I went into that concert knowing only two, wow. probably five songs. But I knew it was going to be good. Because <sighs> I, I knew that, you know, the dancing would be there. The voices were there. Wow. Especially Rose. Your fave.
0: My favorite Rose,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the truth.
0: Man, I'm so shook right now. Because that, man, I was going like, to have this all planned out. I was going to talk to you about, like, Rose, Lisa. Jisoo, well, you can Jenny. still do that. I mean, what I, mean? I can, don't it don't,
1: kinda... don't stop me from... Yeah. I mean, this is your podcast. You control the show. No, but... Don't even... I could just walk away right now. It's Fuseys and just Friends. Let's talk about so it.
0: it. It's not Fuseys and Friends without my friends. Wow. Uh,
1: um, <laughs> well, if you wanted to talk about Twice, I'd be more than happy to. Yeah, see,
0: yeah. So, you like Twice. I do. I don't like Twice. Why not? Because they're not Blackpink. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's, it's actually pretty funny. I feel like I thought like. I might have talked to you about this, but I feel like twice are too girly for me. Um, Mm, And the reason why I like Blackpink is because... They kind of got that
1: alternative. Yeah, like Mm. that
0: kind of trappy. Yeah. Like,
1: I like that. And you actually like the music. Yeah. You like that music. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. Whereas me, I kind of grew liking twice because of the variety shows. They were just so funny, man, just watching all of them. That's fair enough. Oh, gosh. And then you just like fall in love. Yeah. yeah Yeah. and then then you get hooked and then you can't stop uh
0: speaking of falling in love with the with the members um okay (laughs) no no i'm not gonna gonna not a segue at that no um lord (laughs) i'm not that smooth um yeah because it's pretty interesting i was i was having a, a concert (laughs)
1: <laughs> contemplation, I was, contemplation. Uh, I was about to say
0: conservation but um, I was having a conversation with um one of my friends and she was saying that one turn off that she had mm. for a potential boyfriend was um if they were into k-pop? if they were to K-pop what and I was like what like why like why yeah and then she said that for for her she she feels like when guys are into k-pop she mm. feels as we' we're, we're into it because of the girls yeah and mm. like it's kind of like a lusting thing mm, like yeah. but like i was be confused i was like wait what's 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 so wrong with us being into
1: k-pop mm. well does she too, follow she kind of any sort no of no musicians? no she, she doesn't. doesn't she doesn't follow artists no okay well so then she has a point why. then <laughs> really <laughs> i guess so yeah. yeah
0: but i just found that very interesting because like obviously for me like i although i do like rose as an artist mm. um <laughs> Lord, that's more than, really more than us. More than us as a person, but yeah, no, like legit, like I mean, like I'm trying to think like why I like Blackpink, but it's 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 not for that reason. Like I one, I really in- enjoy their music. I feel like they're very genuine. Mm. I feel like yeah, like they actually enjoy making music and mm. um, they enjoy the the interactions they have with all their fans. Mm. Um, and that's something that yeah, that that's what. Drew me to them. Um, it's interesting that my friend had that view, so
1: that kind of opened my eyes. Like, oh crap! Like maybe yeah. <laughs> lol. That's because your friend Korean. Is she no. a Korean girl? No, 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 she's not Korean. That's funny because I recently talked met a Korean guy. Yeah, and he was saying that um, he hates the fact that like when girls come to him, that's the first thing they ask. Are you Korean? It's like, oh dude! Like oh, immediately oh, they get wow. like that status of. Being Korean and like being the cool Asians, I guess, and then obviously for them that would suck because they're not like you know K-pop stars. Yeah, it's like normal people, dude. And and now they and it's hard to kind of have a real genuine start a real genuine relationship when like that's the first thing girls ask, like oh you're Korean, like yeah, and you know they they kind of want to start a relationship with you because of the fact you're Korean, Korean. and it's like that's pretty shallow if like that's the reason. Mm. So uh, what's your favorite Blackpink song? Uh,
0: Hit you with that. Did it, did it. Mm, That one. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. So I I heard that for the very first time in November 2018. Mm. I was on a road trip with my very good mate Trevor Lau, who's in Germany right now. Mm. Shout out to Trevor. Shout out to Trevor. Miss you, bro. Um, Yeah, so we were on a road trip and he introduced me to the song. I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Why haven't I heard of it? Yeah. And ever since then... Um, like legit, I was I was hooked on that trip, like legit. The next morning, I think we were coming back to Melbourne, and so I I planned to go to Vietnam two months later in January, mm. and then Trevor was looking I was like, "Dude, Blackpink's coming to Hong Kong mm. at the end of January. Mm. Would you go?" I'm like, "Yes, let's go." And you did book the tickets. We went.
1: So that, that was January, daily. right? Yeah, January. Yeah. And then that same year, what three four months later, yes, you went I went d- to the same exact concert with me. Yes, I wow, did. What did
0: you? Yes. So, um, what a love my Blackpink. What a lover um, boy. Yeah, just to end it. Um, do you like watching um, scary movies? Scary movies. Yes. Yeah. Why? No, I'm just just wondering. Um, you know, a- a-
1: have you watched like Annabelle? Maybe. I think I did watch it, oh, well, y- yeah. Y- yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Was it Dude, is behind me? Oh my god. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm imagine out. dude, that's kinda scary at that point. Dude. But... If you're no. gonna end it like that. No, I'm not imagine back to your house. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you have watched Annabelle? I have, yeah. Yeah. Uh do you remember what you did after that night after you watched it? You know, because you obviously would have got quite scared, right? I can't did you stay by yourself or did you hop into your younger sister's room that night? What do you mean? I, I don't know. I'm
1: just, I'm just asking. Maybe. Who's giving you this information? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you did. Did you? No, I can neither confirm nor deny that information.
0: <laughs> okay. No, no, that's 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 completely fine. Yeah. No, I mean... it
1: wasn't. I don't think it was Annabelle.
0: Okay. It wasn't Annabelle. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't Annabelle. But it was another. It was another horror movie. Horror movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm guessing horror movies aren't your vibe. Nah, no. That's fair not enough. at all. No, that's fair enough. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. No. I can't do it. I thought I'd ask you because, um, yeah, when I was asking, um, <coughs> well, I'm not going to r- reveal my source, but yeah, when I was asking this person, like, <laughs> it's quite embarrassing that um, he went <laughs> Whatever, to Whatever, his- mate. It's You're just a vlog, a <laughs> <laughs> no, but legit. Uh, I'm the same though. I mean, whatever. Yeah, whatever. What do you mean? I get scared too. Yeah, yeah. It's but, scary, uh, bro. It's yeah, real. It that's because it's real. Nah, I completely agree, man. Nah, yeah, that's completely was, fine, Caleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you you just need that company just to be right yeah. there with you, <laughs> so you can sleep a lot better at <laughs> uh, night. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I just wanted to end on that. Just. To <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool you're a yeah. funny one mate thanks mate um, before you go i just want to say dude thank you for having me nah man thanks for coming on caleb
0: yeah appreciate your honesty mm. um you know talking about all those times that you went through in the past year mm. um yeah and, and i hope that all of us were able to listen and i guess maybe understand and hopefully be more aware mm. um,
1: when we're going th- through those times as well yeah um no, yeah, I do hope that, you know, like the reason I was able to open up today was hoping that, you know, someone who is listening and is going through yeah. that can be encouraged. That's so it. Hopefully. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, No worries, bro. Really by the impressive. way, your writing, just looking at it, looks like chicken scratch, mate. I don't know. Uh, What do you mean by writing? I anyway, printed it wait, out. Let's end it, at, let's end it at that.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. All Thanks right. for listening. Catch you next episode. See ya. See ya.